0: Hey, guys, you know what? I think we have a goaltending problem. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Caniac Report. And, uh, Sam, um, so far we've seen some g- good things from the Hurricanes and uh, while they won against Philly. We're uh, recording right now a little bit before the Islanders game because once that ends, we'll record our reaction to that. Uh, but, Sam, um, speaking of the Islanders game, I do want to announce that uh, Bryson L- Law won the giveaway for the Islanders game. Yes. So we hope the Hurricanes win for that ticket g- g- giveaway and make him happy.
1: Yes. Good for him. That's awesome. And I hope he enjoys the game. What would be tonight, because we haven't listened to it yet, but we'll still talk about it in a few minutes. Um, anyway, after it happens. So full disclosure, we're recording most of the episode before, the rest of it after.
0: Yes, and part of it, too, is because it's a national game. And, Sam, this is kind of national week for the Hurricanes because you have uh, two national games. Granted, Carolina won uh, Philly so far, Mm -hmm. uh, as we have not uh, watched the Islanders game yet. Uh, But, uh, yeah, uh, so far, Hurricanes have been playing uh, pretty good. Um, and we will recap that game soon but we're going to have some NHL news Sam that I like for us to just discuss. One I think is pretty cool and the fact that we'll be having an All-Star draft for this year's All-Star yes. week. Yes. Last one was in 2015. Love it. And I know if you're a Can- if you've been a Canes fan for a long time, you probably remember the time where Eric Stahl was captain. Yep. of uh I think the 2011 or 2012 All Star Week, and that was really fun. I'm happy they're bringing the draft back. Sam. Yes,
1: I am too. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be cool to see where everybody goes. I'll be watching that for sure. I think it'll be fun to fun to
0: watch. So you think they're gonna have captains and have the captains? Well I, it sounds like
1: they're gonna have celebrities involved, so I'm guessing you're gonna have like two celebrity captains and they're drafting NHL players.
0: Interesting. I think. I could be wrong,
1: but I think well, we know I heard the celebrities are involved, so I'm guessing that's how they'll be involved. Yeah. Well we know the first player will
0: probably be Connor
1: McDavid. Probably Connor McDavid Second will be Leon Dreisaitl if Kevinton gets two players. Third, probably Jack Hughes, Nathan McKinnon. Just, you know, top four probably players in the league right now are those guys. So Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be cool to see where they go. Yes,
0: it would. Um, if they're I fans was really of happy. anybody. <laughs> they yeah.
1: might so, I mean, draft could go different ways. I mean, Eric Stahl had the
0: first pick. He chose Cam
1: Ward. So...
0: Yes, he did. I remember that. That was actually really fun. I Over
1: his that. brother, which was what was really funny about it.
0: That was funny. Uh, so the next piece of news, Sam, uh, that we're going to talk about, and this is probably getting a little bit serious here. Corey Perry. Um, contract terminated yep. by Chicago. And things are just its very interesting in Chicago.
1: I'm not overly certain why the Hawks aren't being open about the situation. I think that's why you had as much confusion about the situation as you did. Um I think the Hawks organization fumbled the ball a little bit here and how they handled it. Um I understand them wanting to be about as cautious as they can, given they had the whole Kyle Beach incident. So they want yes. to not do that again. So they were gonna be no they were gonna tolerate nothing. But I still haven't I mean they've just been so
0: I mean, vague. Corey Perry today announced a formal, a written apology. Yeah,
1: and I think that shows that the player is means well, and he has a drinking problem, and he, what he did, what happ- whatever happened. Again, they have not said happened when he was not happened while he was intoxicated. Do I? I don't know how I feel about the contract being terminated. I need to know more. Right now, I would. I, I usually tend to lean a little bit more toward players and coaches before I lean toward management on agreeing with situations like this. Like I agreed with Babcock over the players, um, and management with more over, over management specifically. And again, I just don't think young players should have any big say in an organization anyway. Um, I, I don't know. I need more information right now it sound just because we know we know it was when he was drunk an incident that happened when he was drunk. It was not a legal problem. I just don't know if the Hawks had grounds to terminate his contract, and that's where I have a problem with it and my players get drunk all the time. It happens I mean if you don't think it happens and you're blind. I mean, you're truly blind to the reality of the NHL. I think there's more to it than... There has to be more to it. And it's disappointing that, you know, they're not talking about it. Um, I think that's a mistake. At least say what he did. You don't have to even mention who the other person is. You can say he did this to an employee. This is the situation. This is the incident. This is why we terminated his contract. I guess the NHL knows. But if it's a weak reason, he can challenge it with the NHLPA, and the NHLPA can bring a suit against the Hawks. Um. Possible. I mean, if Corey Perry is able to get help, I'm all for him coming back in the league. While we don't know what happened, that's the stance I'm going to take. I mean, I'm not going to just demonize a man when I don't know enough information to do so. So, until then, if Corey Perry can get help, which is awesome to see him going to do, I hope he can come back and finish out his career on his own terms, and that would be good for the player. Um, I feel like I, I don't feel like he is a malicious person the fact that he issued the statement is going to get help makes me think that. So I'm hoping, you know, that that's the reality of the situation. I like Corey Perry. I've always been a fan of his in the league. I think he's, he's been a great player, class act guy. He's been in a lot of great situations, especially in Anaheim played with Getzlav for years. It was Getzlav and Perry for many, 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 many years. And those guys were pretty great players. So I'm hoping Corey Perry gets, um, the help he needs can come back if he wants to finish his career, come back, finish his career. You know, he can even sign a contract, help a team go down the stretch in this year. I would see that happening. Um I guess if I the think Hawks don't do say it. what he did, there's no I, I just I don't think you can blackball him. I don't think that's fair to the player. And I don't think it's fair to the fans to not say what he did. Right. Because until then, he's a solid player who's going to be a free agent. He is a free agent.
0: Yeah, he is. Although the rumors on X, good lord. They were all <laughs> over the place from, it was, it really I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything
1: into on into a couple of them, um but it sounds like the truth starting to come out a little bit more and a little bit more. I just haven't heard anything yet that I think, "Oh, yeah, he should have been kicked off the Blackhawks." I mean, Maybe you LTI arm and let him go get help. I mean, that's kind of basically what we did with Trip, and it sounds like right now that's basically the reality. Is it's like a Trip Tracy situation. He got drunk, did something. That's stupid. That's what I was thinking too. I was yeah, thinking he got it was drunk, Tracy did something stupid situation. Carolina didn't fire the guy. They let him go get help, and they brought him back. So as of now, that's all I'm seeing. There probably is more to it, but until I see the more to it, I'm going based off of the facts that are been presented to me and what the facts presented by Chicago and by the player himself, I have yet to see where terminating his contract was the right call. Um, as much as maybe letting him enter into the player assistance into the player assistance program.
0: Although uh Scott Darling has some things to say about that. He does. <laughs> and look, I I've always
1: thought Scott Darling was a great guy. It didn't work out in Carolina for a lot of those reasons, right? He just, he wasn't mentally healthy at the time. He wasn't physically healthy at the time and he had a lot of crap going on. So one, I'll never fault him for that, but I'm hoping that Scott darling, you know, if that, if what he says is true, hell, they need to fix that because that's not good.
0: Yeah. It really isn't good if it is true. Um, but um I, I I really do view this as kind of a Trip Tracy kind of incident. And if he gets help, I think I think he can do it. Trip Tracy was yep. able to do it. I really think any him or anybody that has addiction to alcohol, I think if they can put their mind to it to get help and get rid of that addiction, I think you can do it. that uh, you just gotta press on. That's the biggest thing. Uh, So that's enough of the Corey Perry news, uh, Sam. The next piece of news is a signing. Patrick Kane signs with Detroit. Whatever. I'm happy he's not in the Metro division. I'm happy he's not in the Metro,
1: and I'm happy he's not in Florida because I was sick and tired of seeing those idiotic Florida podcast hosts, Florida fans say, It's done deal. He's coming to Florida. And I'm like, No, he's not going to Florida for many reasons one being y'all's fan base is kind of pathetic y'all struggle to sell seats great team you struggle to fill the house floridians don't like the cold i do not know what to tell you and you got one of the worst travels in the league cuz you're at the bottom you you should be in the metro you really should but you're not. You're in the Atlantic, and that's a bad. Which, place ha, which to be.
0: honestly, that helps us out because they're I'm a pretty sure. good team, right? No, now. it
1: it does. I mean, reality geographically, they should be in the Atlanta in the Metro. They're not, <clears throat> and Patrick Kane did not want that. Detroit is great area, centralized area, good travel, easy travel.
0: But it makes apparently, sense. And they're For, a great team. yeah, and and apparently, and Florida to was really trying. Florida to was get trying, him. and and I believe Dallas too. He
1: turned down more money to go to Detroit. He wants to play with DeBrinket. Wants to play in a big market. Again, I'm sorry, Florida, y'all's heads were up your butts. He was never going to Florida. Never going to happen. He he doesn't want the travel. He doesn't want the small market. Just like he probably wasn't going to come to Carolina. Would have loved it, but there was a better chance of him coming to Carolina than to Florida. We at least have sellouts. Florida, eh, maybe in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, but like, I got to watch games in Florida, and it's like this team is good, and there's no one in the building. That makes no sense. Um, but again, Floridians don't like the cold, so he was never going to flu. Was never going to go to Florida. Never ever 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 gonna go to Florida. I could have told you that. You're
0: you're really pressed on that, aren't you?
1: Well, it's true. <laughs> I mean, good gracious, you couldn't open X without saying, hey, your K done deal signed. He's coming to Florida announcing later this week. Yeah, no. Like I was like I, read, I was like, no, he's not. He's not going to Florida. I really thought if I I thought he was gonna end up in Buffalo, hometown kid going back home. Buffalo I think he signed a 1 year deal in Detroit. I think Kane's got another 2 or 3 years left in him.
0: Oh, I do too. He's that talented. <laughs> so Kane player. can
1: go wherever the hell he wants next year. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll go to Buffalo um in the off season. So
0: Yeah, I mean he might. Although I I, I would love it if he played here in Carolina. I honestly I would, would, would
1: rather Jonathan Taves because I think one we need a center more than we
0: need a winger. Oh, trust me. I I, I agree too, but um I mean, you know what's interesting? I'm I'm kind of go going a little bit um on a little bit of a tangent here, but I noticed, and this has nothing to do with Patrick King, but I mean, I noticed. I mean, Elias Lindholm has one year left on yep. his contract. Yep. I could totally see, um, when all said is done with off season and the playoffs, that when he becomes a free agent, I could totally see us being a leading candidate. Sure getting Linton. i really could because i mean you need this team and adam gold even said this uh, needs a right-handed center well calgary doesn't
1: appear to be in a playoff positioning right now they're not playing well they're average they
0: just traded today
1: zadarov from calgary went to vancouver What i'm shocked calgary traded to to vancouver but um, oh
0: yeah another piece of news because there was that trade that happened literally
1: to vancouver happened like 20 30 minutes ago, so it just happened. Um, yes, thank you for reminding me on that. I don't think, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. I think you do it at the deadline. Caroline has got the cap space, um, to make this happen. Lindholm's contract's pretty mid right now, it's pretty easy to fit under. Well, um,
0: you're probably gonna have to trade out a um, something like well, a couple of million, and trade it's probably gonna be. I hate to say this, but it probably could be D'Angelo. I mean, if but you know, I'd be willing to get Lindholm. Yeah, if I mean, look I, look, I love Tony. Look,
1: I love Tony. I do. I'm the guy who says Tony should play over Chatfield, mainly because our power play has been mid <laughs> without Tony D'Angelo. But I'm also the guy who's going to keep criticizing Rob Rindemore for keeping your top four together. Because if you want to do what he wants to do, which is have D'Angelo play, you got to break up the top four which works Shays played with D'Angelo before that's not a pair that was bad in New York in fact I think that was a year D'Angelo had his best season so I'm like okay we'll do that that works fine with me um and then Pesci and Chatfield that's a good pair too I mean just grow up split them up it's okay we're gonna be fine you throw the freaking forward lines into a blender every other game I think you could do it with the defensive pairs at least once. Well, I'm,
0: well, I mean, you probably could, but after that Philadelphia game, um, which we'll get to. Well,
1: um, Chatfield, will, D'Angelo will play, on. I believe, on this road trip we're coming up because you'll want to give some players some breaks. And you'll probably have an injury or two or someone to get nicked up or something. It's a tough trip. It's a Canadian road trip. I think D'Angelo will play. If not, it's stupid to keep him on the roster. It's stupid to keep seven and top four defensemen on the roster, and you and I have been saying it for a long time. It's not fair for Chatfield to sit. It's not fair for D'Angelo to sit. And if I'm Tony and I'm Chatfield, I'm pissed because I'm not playing, and
0: I should be playing. Well, Chatfield isn't pissed right now because <laughs> he's the guy yeah, that's well, playing. Yeah, well, whoever's
1: not, I'm not happy because I, I they should be playing. I think Tony hasn't done anything to be benched. I would argue Orlov is more right – you know more. You know should be benched more so than but but Angela. here's but, he, but but Orlov's but got the, the big thing. ass contract. He he's got to
0: play. Yeah, he has to play. And I mean, I kind of looked at this the past four games, including the Philadelphia game. Orlov and Chatfield are a plus five, and then I think in this, w- within four games, two of Orlov and D'Angelo pl- playing those last four games, it was a minus three. So, again, obviously, those, two play,
1: well, those two shouldn't play together.
0: The, those two shouldn't play together. But, again, but we all know you that.
1: You split up the top four, and I'm okay with that. And that's what they he's should He's not do.
0: going to with, Ch- with Chaffield in the lineup, though. Well, you know he's
1: not. I, that's why I would take Chaffield out and put in D'Angelo and split up the top four. But Because, I mean, if Burns gets hurt, I mean, Adam said it. D'Angelo's going in that spot. That's where he's going to go. He's going to play with Slavin. He's done it That's before. That's only going
0: to happen if Burns gets hurt, though. So, But
1: honestly, D'Angelo has been a better offensive defenseman this season than Burns. I mean, Burns has had some glaring mistakes this season. I would say more than Tony. Tony's had some mistakes, and we know Tony's not great defensively. But honestly, on that alone, I'm putting Tony on that first line with Slavin, and then you know maybe Burns and Orlov, but... I don't know. I mean, it just either way. Look, either way, I'm I'm happy that the defense is playing good. So
0: and, and yes, uh, that's the to me the big. And again,
1: thing. we shouldn't have the defensive problem that we did. We really need to move somebody. And I my argument is you use Pesci to get,
0: uh, Lindholm because that works with the cap. Um. Well, with them trading Zadorov out, I mean they might be willing to.
1: They they need a defenseman. Might
0: might, might need a defenseman. I mean,
1: I know Pesci's Pesci's no-trade clause might not allow him to go to Calgary, and it probably does not allow him to go to Calgary. (laughs) If I'm I'm guessing. But, I mean, then if you know you're not going to sign Shea, move Shea. I I don't want to lose both these guys for squat. So, if you know you're not going to sign one of them, you move one of them at the deadline to fill an area of need. Which would be offense and probably a center.
0: Yeah. And and I would, I honestly would agree with that. So uh, now we are going to get to recapping the Philadelphia game. But before we do, let's get to our sponsors. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight 8 help ny or text HELP-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus pass expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league. Copyright NHL 23. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam. Philadelphia game. Uh, This started out pretty decent. I thought uh, Carolina was a little bit better in their puck. Man- Sam, are you okay?
1: I'm just happy we won, man. <laughs> oh, I was too.
0: Honestly, I was kind of expecting a loss just because that's been Carolina's M.O. the season so far. Win one, lose one. But we won it. It was so good. Um and Piotr was fantastic. Yes, he was great. Um obviously I thought the Carolina I thought they had a lot were a lot better in their puck management stuff. Yep. And obviously in the first period, um you have Bunting scoring from Aho and Orlov, which is great because you have Svetch yep. out yep. with an illness. Um another thing too I want to touch on, this is from the Philadelphia side. But I thought it was such a great classic move by Tortorella uh, to uh, bring in that uh, kid who had cancer back on the on the bench during, I think, the entire game. I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't the whole game. It was just the first period. It was I just the that. first yeah, period. Yeah, it makes you want to cheer for Philly. And John Tortorella loved it. Look, I, I think Tortorella is the greatest, one of the greatest coaches in the National Hockey League. I mean, how many coaches are going to be able to do what they're doing with Philadelphia? Because I think Philadelphia is actually good. Um, I, I've said, I tweeted out on our podcast thing with, was something that the network tweeted out and I said, I think Philly falls and Pittsburgh rises. And I I do think that happens. I think Pittsburgh ends up in the playoffs, but I wouldn't be shocked if Philadelphia doesn't, I mean, does make the playoffs. I think John Tortorella is not going to let him quit.
0: No, he's a great coach. I love tort. They're
1: going to have, they're going to be in it to the end.
0: I, I truly believe.
1: Um, and I think that helps do you, you have do a you believe
0: that it's more about Philly than you would say probably about Washington who's in a playoff? I don't spot. think,
1: I think Washington falls too. um, they're old and I don't think they're gonna be able to keep up the pace
0: and, and, and somehow they just aren't scoring any goals. No, and that's not good when you have Alex Ovechkin on your team. I know. So I'm starting like to wonder if Ovechkin's
1: going to hit that bark because he's just been if iffy.
0: Yeah, he has. But, I mean, great first. I mean, it, it was a pretty good first period from Carolina. Now, obviously, in the second period, you have Philadelphia probably a little bit answering back, as you probably expect them to when you're playing at Philadelphia. Yep. And it is Konechny, who continues on a great goal-scoring streak. Uh, well, I don't know if it was a goal-scoring streak, but he scores on a breakaway goal, which was complete just really terrible from a Carolina perspective because, again, another bad defensive um, cue there uh, um, from our uh, defense. Uh, but it's Konechny tying it one-to-one. And to me, that was the turning point of the game. Because after Konechny scored the game-tying goal, I-, I thought that was when Carolina really responded very well. Yes. Yes. Um, they were just excellent from uh, after that goal t- to basically, I think, the rest of the game. They were just flat out the better team than Philadelphia. And, of course, Brendan Lemieux, Sam, he scores. He makes it 2-1. to one, And Lemieux, he has now scored against uh, both of his former teams in L.A. and Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, very happy for Lemieux um, even because this was his first game back in a very long time. He makes it 2-1, to one, and then Sam, in the third period, you have Jarvis scoring from Aho and Bunting. Uh, thank you, Carter Hart, for that, so even though I love your mask. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. Um, but uh, that Jarvis school, Sam, <laughs> Carter Hart probably should have had that. Yeah, but it probably didn't matter either at the end of the day. Well, I mean, I think it, it could have mattered, even though Carolina was playing very well. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Philly's
1: very good. It was a bad goal for him to allow, and it put Carolina solidly ahead, and Carolina finished it off at the end with an empty netter. I mean, it was <laughs> yep. a... KK gets
0: the goal from Fass and Tara Vinen.
1: And um, good for KK. I love him this season. He's been very, very good. I mean, the reality is, if you bring in Lindholm, KK probably plays on that third scoring line. But, I mean, a third scoring line of KK bunting and Nason. bunting and Nason. i mean that's not bad i'll take that most days of the week but um you ready to uh to watch the islanders game sam
0: yes i am and i'm hoping the fourth line continues to be very good fourth
1: line's been excellent and i don't like jack drury but i have to admit he's played very good
0: yes he has so we'll talk to you guys after that game Well, Sam, at least we got a point. And before I even want to talk about the game, I just want to say uh, thoughts and prayers are with Mike Maniscalco. uh, As uh, it was announced during the game that his father had passed away. That was part of the reason why uh, he wasn't at, I think, tonight's game. Um, broadcasting it on the radio, and I think the previous game. So thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Yeah, for sure. Mike is awesome person, nice guy. We've met him a couple times, pretty
1: nice dude. So definitely thoughts and prayers with him, and hope the best for him and his family. It's a tough time. Um, so praying for you, Big Rig.
0: Yes, definitely. Now we can get to the game. I'll admit this was an odd game. Yeah, two game. teams. Playing a defensive style, which it wasn't really a defensive style type of hockey. And here's the thing, Sam. I thought Carolina played a pretty good game. But obviously there is some questions right now. And that question is in that. Ketchakov did not play a good game. and he didn't. He was bad. Yeah, he was not good. Um, now the first goal, I don't blame my mom. That was a tip, a tip from Bo Horvat. I don't expect him to save that. But the other goals, he should have had.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and over time, I don't blame. I blame the officiating in that one. I mean, God awful, God. The officiating was really bad tonight, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like piss poor, bad tonight. I mean, Islanders. I think at one point they've had multiple times where they had more than twenty people on the ice. I'm sure. No. It's Cover their eyes. It's New York. Got to take care of our precious New York teams. It's painful. Well, it's it, well I mean, it's, it's been like market.
0: that. It's been like that before. And Islanders, I don't really consider a big market compared it seems, to the Rangers. It's
1: New York crap. They take care of these New York god-awful franchises. New York, Islanders, Rangers. Go up north a little bit more. Go to freaking Bur- I guess. Yeah, a little bit more. Go to frickin' Boston. They get a benefit of the doubt everywhere. I mean, good gracious, you can even have an announcer who can get away with shaming a player and somehow still employed. I mean, they have no shame. The NHL props them up. I mean, of course they're going to do this crap. I mean, it's ridiculous. It happens all the time. It's The point is, might as well get used to it. It's going to happen when you play a New York franchise or a big market franchise. you got to get used to getting screwed over. It's a national game. We'd rather have the bigger audience be happy. Here you go. Here you go, New York. Take the win. Have a good night.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I Listen, I agree. That should have been um, too many men. I don't understand it. And it's been like that multiple times this during this season where the other team has committed too many men and officiating just ignores it for some reason. And we were called too many men on the ice, and they called that right there. I just, I just don't understand. And it was stupid understand. because it was also offsides. And it's like, okay. I mean, it's just a... It's a joke.
1: I mean, it's just a standard they have for bigger markets. Toronto, Boston, New York, New York. It's just... It's how it is. They have a different standard for officiating. They bias the bigger markets because they want... That's the audience watching the game. The bigger markets, that's where they get their money. So that's where they're going to have a bias. If you don't think officiating is biased, you've never heard Tim Peel's audio clip before. They're biased. And they look to even things out, and they look to do stuff like that. Crap like that is ridiculous, and it's not for the game. The officials will never have to answer for it. You want us to stop criticizing the officials? Make them answer questions after games. Why didn't you make the call? What's the explanation behind not making the call? Stop punishing coaches for criticizing them, and start making the officials answer questions. Oh, yeah. I, trust me. I agree. I won't say another word about the officials again if you start making them answer questions. Because until then, I'm going to criticize the crap out of them because they're doing a god-awful job.
0: Yeah, th- trust me. Um, I agree. And... um, I mean, this the game... I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, I like the goals that we had. I thought we were going to lose this game in regulation. Uh, I seriously did. We stole a point.
1: stole a point. But we got there. You can't just, oh, Carolina got in. I guess we can't really call it because then they'll win again in overtime like they did last time. It's just like, what? It's so stupid. But the biggest story of the game isn't even the officiating. It's how bad Kuchekov was.
0: He wasn't good. No, he wasn't, and there is a goaltending problem. And I am sorry, but Perez I don't think's the answer. No, he's not. I really don't. Um, I, I think there is a solution right there, offering on the on the Hurricanes table with Halak. I really do. They're not; they haven't taken it yet. And I don't understand that when you see the these performances from both Ranta and the Tampa game. And track off in this game. I mean, and Anderson is out. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be playing this season at all. I really don't. I mean, you know the Hurricanes think there's a goaltending problem. They wouldn't have brought in Halak if
1: they didn't. So, address it in some fashion. You can't have below... <laughs> 900 say percent average and three plus goals against. It's unacceptable. Those are Scott Darling numbers.
0: Yeah. And they posted the stats during the game being like, we are like the worst. Only Edmonton and, is worse. Yeah. yeah. Only Edmonton is worse. You can't have that. I don't trust this goaltending right now going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Look, you just, the end of the day, this game, we stole a point. Officiating was bad. Goaltending is bad. That's the story.
0: Yes. Um, were there any goals that you liked during this game?
1: I didn't see any of them.
0: Yeah. Cause you're watching a debate.
1: Yeah. I was watching the debate. I was looking every time I'd look down. So when they scored a goal, I guess I should have looked down the whole overtime, but oh
0: well. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but it was, I, I'm happy. We got the point. I was really happy about that, but Carolina, there is a problem in the goaltending front. And they need to solve that. Um, one thing I am happy about—it seems like we're finally getting some offense from Jack Drury. He yeah. scored. He scored tonight. I thought—I actually thought that fourth line was pretty decent tonight. I thought Natchez really provided that fourth line some speed, even though I thought he was snake bitten. Because I thought he played good, he just could not buy himself a goal. I'm sure you saw one of his reactions—he threw the stick up in the air yeah, it's good. Look, Jury jury deserves all
1: the credit. He's playing very well. And sometimes you just take time to get into it. So good for him.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it for uh, this episode. Uh, We will see you guys for the next episode. Uh, Also, that will probably just be me um, on the next episode as Sam, you will be in D.C., Actually, I will. Weekend.
1: I'll be in D.C. for my buddy's movie, Lonesome Soldier. It's um, I'm going to plug it for them, especially because I know we got veterans who listen to the film. It's a movie about um, soldiers coming back home and struggling with PTSD. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you haven't heard about it, go check it out. Great, great film. Um, seen it myself. It's a very powerful movie. It is not for children. Um, so definitely go support it. It brings a light to an issue that I think a lot of people don't. We're not political on this podcast, but I don't view this as politics. I view this as a, as an issue that we see, you know, around the world and hockey fans support it with veterans nights and so on and so forth. It's a nonpartisan, it is a bipartisan issue. We support the military, you and I, 100%. Yes. We, I'm sure you've got some family members that at some point that served somewhere in my your My grandfather. Family. Yep, and so I've got people in my family. And people come back from, from those war zones, and they have PTSD. It's hard not to. I certainly probably would. Um, it's a horrible, horrible thing to have to deal with and deal with alone. You're not alone. Please reach out to somebody if you're suffering through this. But this movie shows someone who initially did not do that and who comes back, and they're suffering a very great deal. So... Check it out. Honor the honor your veteran friends. Tell them about it. Go check it out. Um, support the movie. Support bringing awareness to this cause. And um, go see it. Lonesome Soldier. Out in th- limited theaters. I'm not sure if it's still in the area, but when it comes out on DVD, I think in January around the Super Bowl. Um, go buy it. Go check it out. You'll like it. Yes, And so, well, the- We're going to have the, the, the main actor on that on this podcast at some point. It's a personal friend of mine. We're going to bring him on. We'll let him talk about the movie and his hockey career. So... It'll be yeah, it'd be a fun
0: time. Yeah, it would be fun, and obviously tonight was hockey fights cancer night. Yeah. Another great cause. Yeah, There's uh, great, initiatives. Great. The NHL's yeah. great initiatives. The NHL has
1: great initiatives from cancer to to that <clears throat> to veterans. I think uh, the most important night is probably uh, hockey fights cancer and veterans. I mean, those, they're, they're, there's nothing that you can celebrate more um, than finding a cure for cancer and celebrating those who give their lives for this country. There's nothing else that the NHL celebrates is more important than that.
0: Yes, definitely. So uh, I'll see you guys the next episode. See you. Thanks for listening to the Kaniak Report. Be
1: sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniak Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniak Report.